0: Little did you know you are strong, smart, insightful, beautiful, hilarious, loyal, and loved. The podcast you need to navigate your 20s. Little did you know with Shelby Eastwood. I know you've all been searching for the perfect podcast and the podcast, whatever that might be, but little did you know that you just kind of stumbled upon it. Um, I'm Shelby, you might recognize my voice because I've done a podcast in the past and it was a good fun little project just to kind of get my feet wet and try it out. And it's been something I've been missing the last year or so and I thought that I would make a new one. And this one is going to be a little different than my previous one, more so gonna focus on like life and mental health and relationships and just all of the little things that you didn't really know about life or that you thought you knew but tend not to be true or stereotypical or just fake news. So I'm gonna have a bunch of guests, I'm going to have some friends on, and we're gonna drink some wine together because that's just fantastic. So yeah, so the welcome to, little do you know, little did you know, little do you know, we're still getting the hang of it, it's fine, it's fine, all good. And I don't know, I guess a little bit about me. Um, I'm 26 years old, 26 and a half, Um, I am a teacher. I am also a writer, kind of, which we can get into more about that later. I am a tutor, I'm a dog mom, I'm an older sister, I am a really good friend, I'm just... Yeah, I'm really tall, in case you all wanted to know about that. five eleven is kind of tall for a girl, I've heard, so, you know, there's that too, I guess. Um, I'm a really big hockey fan we might touch on that a little bit, and a really big Taylor Swift fan, so if you don't like Taylor Swift, like, sorry, not sorry, because she might be mentioned once or twice, and, yeah, I'm just, I'm really excited for this, I'm, I come from a small town where I never really knew what a podcast was until I got to university and started university and got into the big city, because they just, I guess they weren't really popular back when, when we, when we were in school, and, it's just something I, a good platform I thought that is good to just share information, share thoughts, share like different ideas with other people. And to be honest, I used to, I listen to a podcast right now. It's called Wind Down by Janet Kramer. And it's amazing. It's honestly one of the main podcasts I listen to. And she just, she's so authentic and so raw. And she just, she talks about, um, she used to talk about her relationship with her now ex. And, um, the infidelity issues that she had to deal with 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 him and with their kids and it's just she in, kind of inspired me to make my own podcast and that's where my idea came from last year and after like a year of reflecting and kind of wanting to do it again she's still my inspiration for this um, so if you really want a good podcast I would highly recommend listening to Wind Down by Jenna Kramer because she's it's kind of awesome for those of you who don't know who she is she's a country singer but she's most known for her role as Alex Dupre on One Tree Hill which is the best show of all time. Definitely. I have all 9 seasons on DVD and I can have some I have somebody a guest today who can attest to how amazing the show is. It's just it's phenomenal. Like it was so it was so good for for it was so ahead of its time for when it came out in the early 2000s. But that's where she's from. So she's from that show and then she kind of got her her foot into the country music industry and uh now she's a best-selling author, and she's—I think she won an iHeartRadio Podcast of the Year or something for her podcast, which is really good. So if you want something good, if you want something that is relatable, uh, that's definitely definitely one to check out. I would say. Um, but yeah, so let's just start off with our my guest coming up. So, for this first guest of this first episode, um, one of my really good friends, I would say, and little did you know, nice guys still play sports, as weird as that sounds. They're not all... That is very true. They're not, they're not all as cocky as they were when we were in school, that's for sure. So, uh, my first guest for this first episode is, well, I'll let him introduce himself.
1: You know, I can't believe this is my call to fame i cannot believe that i'm sitting here with the one and only shelby so i am christopher again small town boy grew up here southern ontario and you know i i met shelby playing volleyball and i didn't think that a girl could be so tall.
0: <laughs> Anyways,
1: yeah, Thanks. Exactly, exactly. But you know, I'm, no, I'm no shrimp here either, okay? I'm still six feet, and I think I'm pretty, uh, pretty decent for, for my size. But I, I definitely that was the first thing that struck me about her. I cannot believe how tall. How tall. But let me tell you, little did you know, this is one of the most amazing women I have ever met in my life, and I'm honored.
0: Way wait, wait for adding in my podcast title in that.
1: I <laughs> thought that was the purpose of a podcast. It was, it was kind of clever. I give you credit because you're having me here, and like I said, I am completely honored. Where do I even begin? So, I'm Christopher, as you all know.
0: I'm well, 27 they, years they, old. They know now.
1: They know now, yes. <laughs> 27 years old. I'm a University of Toronto grad. Did all of my schooling in forensics, distinction in forensic psychology. Bones, all of that fun stuff. Why Are
0: you telling them that you're a smarty pants? I'm more of a smarty pants. I, I got two degrees,
1: bro. you you have two. yes, yes. I'm I'm not gonna knock you there, but uh, you know they they have to know that I am educated as well. Mm-hmm. I'm not uh, I am never stopping. I, I'm just like Shelby over here. same they, same. There is not a second in the day where I can relax.
0: So I guess the reason I brought you on is because. You're a dude.
1: That That is very true.
0: <laughs> you have a male perspective on things. And I don't know, like I said in my intro um, before you came on here, the podcast that kind of inspired me was Jenna Kramers and her husband was on her podcast for a while. And they gave some very interesting points of views in terms of everything, just male and female point of views. And I just thought that, that would be kind of intriguing and interesting to kind of talk about this first episode here.
1: I completely agree. You know, honestly, there's always there's always one side to a story, but if everyone knows that if anything there's there's always two sides. And I think it's great that that you brought me on here and you know, a lot of a lot of men are not going to agree with some of the stuff that I say. They're not going to believe some of the stuff that I say. And you know what? For to be fair, most women aren't going to believe that a man is actually saying some of these things. But I'm I'm here to I'm
0: intrigued. I'm
1: here to break these stereotypes. I'm, intrigued. I'm, I'm here to to show you that you know what there there are good men out there. And really, you know what? Interesting. I am living proof of this. And <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not here to toot my own horn, but I, I do a lot of work within all this stuff and you know i just want to see i want to see both men and women both both prosper because everyone deserves to be happy and honestly if i take it from my perspective your perspective the end of the day it's all one mission here we're all just trying to be happy people that's it so let's
0: kind of talk about i guess like i don't know like just similarities and differences in general i guess with male and men and women like I don't know like activities like for example like i'm so i watch a lot of hockey okay this is like a perfect example i watch a lot of hockey i'm a girl okay i know way too much about the nhl like way too much
1: <laughs> see that's impressive right there that's but impressive. right
0: way too much and like the minute this happened to me once so a while back i was with an ex and we were at a new year's eve party and we were talking about um oh i can't remember who came onto the team It was like Mika Zibanejad or somebody came on to Derek Broussard. It was Derek Broussard. Got signed by Ottawa. And it was New Year's Eve and I was talking about this trade. And I remember the guy, there was some guy in the back seat. We were in like an Uber. And like the guy in the back seat was like asking me something. And I was like, yeah, like Derek Broussard, we need him. He's a left-handed shooter, this and that. And the guy behind, behind us looked at my ex and was like, whoa, she knows a lot. And I was like, I'm sitting right here, dude. Like, I can literally talk to you about the trade this whole time. Like, why, why, what? And my ex was like, yeah, she kind of knows her shit. And I was like, I know. Like, I was just like, I don't understand why. Like, I can't like hockey as a girl. And, like, people be astonished by that thought.
1: You know what? And that's it right there. It's breaking that gender stereotype, right? And honestly, I know a few women who are just as into hockey as you but let me tell you it is rare right it It, is it it doesn't happen and and we're almost as as men we're we're blown away it's like holy she's one of us right but i'm not i'm still a girl exactly but it's it's the best of both worlds it's like she's still a woman and she's still there and yet she still likes the same stuff that i do and i mean personally me you know i don't i don't hold it against anyone. I love it. I love to see women outside and pushing those gender norms that everyone's pushing for, right? Because I'm, I'm the number one believer of pushing outside that box, getting outside of your comfort zone and just proving the world wrong, honestly. And, then, and I love it because I can picture that scene without even being <laughs> there. Right. I can picture the look on that man's face. Literally, because, his jaw was oh, like
0: on the ground of the Uber. It was so funny. I
1: believe it because you know what? I have done... That exact same face at stuff, um, I mean, not, not sports, but just anything else. If, if someone has any type of, of knowledge uh, towards bones and forensics, and I'm sitting there like, wow, you just blew my mind. Even my, my car, my even, mind.
0: I, my, for the first car I learned how to drive, um, one of the first cars I learned how to drive, and my first car actually was standard. It was stick.
1: Yeah, that see that still blows my mind to this day because like you're the only woman I know that drives stick besides all of my family in Europe because that doesn't count.
0: Well, yeah, European families yeah. don't count.
1: But besides that, here in Canada, in Ontario, the first woman that I know. Like, that I knows wish I drive my stick. first
0: two cars were standard. And like That's everyone amazing. everyone who like drove around with me with my first two cars, they were like, Wait, your car's standard? And I was like, Yeah, it's fantastic, it's great. And, like, it was my stepdad who taught me how to drive it when, right before he left for Afghanistan, he's like, you can, if you want to learn how to drive, if you want to drive my car when I'm gone, you got to learn how to drive this. And I was like, done. Let's go. That's amazing.
1: That's amazing. I just,
0: I wish SUVs were standard now, but, you know, new 2021, people are too lazy to learn to stick.
1: Yeah, that's exactly what it is. These It's, it's sad. Nowadays, it, it's it's today's anti-theft system honestly <laughs> you go in there
0: it's true nobody can steal your car. carpet standard
1: no, no one can steal it because they look at it they get anxious and yeah they're, they're like, like uh well, okay, what can next. I do? yeah exactly. thank you next <laughs> thank you next. <laughs> shout out to ariana grande thank you <laughs>
0: enough of this like small talk stuff yes yes girls can like hockey yes girls can drive stick let's okay, get
1: cool. right into it okay <laughs> let's, let's no no. no. Go. i'm serious
0: though i'm curious do men respond the same way to anxiety and triggers as females do
1: this is something that i have always talked about and i've talked about it with so many people honestly men and women feel anxiety they feel triggers depression the exact same way as men there's no female depression there's no male depression you know what yes our triggers may be different different little things but like you feel
0: it like to the same extreme as we do
1: in what sense like Like, from a from a female's perspective like you have
0: like a physiological feeling obviously like um like something sitting on your chest or you feel like like your your heart rate increases and um, your brain can't like think straight. It's like it's in like a tunnel or something. Yes, like, exactly. Like so, those are, like the physiological changes, and then but like, well, I guess if we can start there, do you guys feel like the same that way in terms of that? I guess
1: physiological, exactly the same. I know when when I feel anxiety when I have an attack, there's there's nothing that can pull me out of it. I feel same. I feel okay. like I'm stuck there. Every single thought is racing through my head. Um, I just want to sleep. I want to sleep until tomorrow morning because that's see, the that's only thing... See, that's different
0: than me. I sit in it.
1: You See, I you sit, sit in it, it. I need to escape. Like, I... It doesn't matter who it is. Close, relative, family member, you know, someone I care about. It's It's almost like I completely shut off and become a different person. So yes, you know what? It is completely similar. I feel my heart rate going up. I have to catch my breath. Sometimes, you know, what it's not that bad with the physiological stuff, but I'm telling you, in terms of psychological and mentalness, it is the same. It's the exact same. I have had my mind racing about every single little thing you could possibly think about in this world. That's stuff true. that stuff that you know, someone would look at me like, "How did you even think about that?"
0: I every just, single I little I just detail. I just get stuck in it
1: stuck exactly like right? i
0: like i it takes me like a probably like a good couple hours to get out of it like to get out of that state i couple guess you could hours? call it. yeah easily and sometimes a couple days like it, it just it exactly, depends what it is
1: it all depends cuz some, sometimes you're out sometimes honestly someone's voice and one text message can pull you out in a second it's, or they can keep you back in or the, exactly or they can keep you back in but it's it's the craziest thing how someone can pull you so so out of it so quickly but then there are days where that same person or that same group of people is that trigger. Is that trigger.
0: Yeah.
1: Or that same group of people can't pull you out for four or five days. Yep. It's true. And it doesn't matter what. And and you know what? It's something that we can't describe. There's no there's no words for it. It just I, I wish I could paint. Do a picture. you?
0: Okay. So I guess this is more like a not as personal of a question, but like so when I'm I get into that state or I get anxious like that um, or sit in it, I don't eat at all. I can't eat. Okay, so we're I, the same in that aspect.
1: I have gone. Two and a half days without eating before. Oh yeah, same. And and been perfectly fine and not even craving. Same. Not even craving you're just ice like not, cream. and i like not I'm, hungry. And I'm the biggest sweet junkie. I
0: don't know how those people who like you see in movies where like they have like a heartbreak and they like, eat a pound of ice cream. I, have like, no I can't. Idea. I no. can't do it. That, be
1: that's sick. me on a Friday night if I'm happy and the week <laughs> went well. And I'm like, hey, you know what, Christopher? Let's reward, reward yourself with uh, with a pint <laughs> of Doss. But other than that, I I can't even stomach my favorite one if it wouldn't right? like that, right? Like, like it's,
0: just, even if I want like Mexican, like nah, I'm not. <sighs> not eating. Eaten nothing. nothing, nothing, nothing. So it's just yeah, I, no, I was curious about that.
1: You know what? It is, it is the same. Honestly, it is the same. That's good
0: to know. Interesting. Well, again, you might be the exception. Who knows, really?
1: <laughs> you know what? I'm not. It's because <laughs> I don't know about that. I, I'll tell you that much. It's there. There are men who are as enlightened and as open with their words as I am in this world. And you know, a lot of men are going to be listening to this. Hopefully. Hopefully, and. And they're gonna see a lot of themselves, maybe a lot of themselves that they might not have wanted to share to anybody. Because maybe I'll have to bring you in more. Afraid, you know what? Honestly, I'm, I'm always here. <laughs> because <laughs> You're if like, there's Sign one, me if there is one thing about me, I don't share. I I don't shy from anything. I, I say it how it is, and and sometimes it's gonna be brutal.
0: Okay, I got a question. Yep,
1: yeah, go for it.
0: Do you have the same feelings of rejection when we don't like? text you back so like for example like when a guy doesn't text a girl back like we feel like utter rejection and like depressed about it and like need to like facetime our friend in that exact moment and like just drink a bottle of wine like do you do men feel that same rejection if we don't text you back
1: absolutely you think i mean i'll be very clear if we have if 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 we care about the woman if we really do give
0: like if you truly care if,
1: if we truly care not just say like we all have friends we all have friends that you know we we care about them but are we gonna
0: drop everything for drop them. everything yeah. and,
1: and and drive and and give them uh anything no it's you know i'll, I'll deal with it in the morning right yeah, but, exactly. but there are those people that you will drop in the middle of a hurricane and and give them a one tree hill scene because i know you're a big fan <laughs> And be standing there in the pouring rain.
0: So when, so when a girl rejects you, I guess, for example, like over text. Like, let's say you texted one for a date. And you were supposed to meet up that night. And she just stopped texting you hours prior. Like, would you feel that same sense of rejection?
1: 100%. And you know what? It's happened to me. And, and I'll go one further. Um, you know, men who really do care, we notice everything. Like, we notice not just the rejection if someone didn't come in. And, and see us for the day or, or accept our date or just even stood us up, we notice energy. We notice everything. And effort, I guess. Effort. Like, that's the thing. And, and people are like, what, what's effort? You know what? It's one of those things where you just have to know. It's like, you know that the other person is thinking about you and, and you're thinking about the other person. And you're giving both of that, right? Like, that, both of you are giving that same energy. If, if anything of that is... So what is, do you
0: do... Sorry. What do you do, like in that moment of rejection.
1: You just have to realize that sometimes stuff is not panned out to be the way it's supposed to be. Because you you can't force that on someone. You really you can't, can't
0: control somebody else, I like you
1: yes, exactly. You cannot control someone else. And sometimes you just have to make peace with the fact that you are not going to be anything to someone else. And that's okay because there are 7.5 billion people and 4 billion other women in this world. (laughs) And yes, you know what? We may go through a period of time where we seem like there's nothing. Nothing's there.
0: I've been there, done that.
1: Exactly. (laughs) But, But the end of the day is you cannot force someone to give you attention.
0: And to be there for you. And
1: to be there for you. You can't force someone to draw... You can't force someone... To want to do that, you can force someone yeah. to do it out of you know what I feel bad for you yeah. and pity
0: ultimatums and all but that you other can stuff.
1: never you can never text someone see someone talk to someone all of those things you can never force them to want to do them and that is and, the difference yeah. and a lot of men I know are the same like me and I and I know you women are listening to this and like who is this abomination like what like what okay. is you know, what's he even talking about? How do men think like that? I thought men are just after one thing. No, you know what? There, there are a lot of men who are just as complex. and That's what I
0: learned. That's what I learned. Like, I don't like to admit it all the time, but like the last since probably like September or so, like I've done therapy and like speaking to somebody or whatever. And that's one of the main things I learned is that you can't control the actions of other people. So if you get rejected or, you get called a name or you get treated in a certain way. That's not on you. That's on the other person. So if somebody like, for example, if somebody like doesn't text you back, that's not because you're a bad person or because you're whiny or because you're dramatic or because you need that reassurance in that moment. It's that's not on you. You can't control what the other person did. It's that's on them.
1: Exactly. And and that's the thing. And we we beat ourselves up about it and we Mm -hmm. fall down this rabbit hole of are we good enough? No, you you are always good enough. You're always good enough. Honestly, because...
0: We need to write that on a sticky note and put it on <laughs> the forehead.
1: We need to put it all over every single wall possible because... Every
0: bus stop. Like, every
1: bus stop. like That's the thing. People lose themselves. And I'm telling you from a man's perspective, from the men's side of the view, it has a lot to do with masculine toxicity. And I'll say it every single day. Men are toxic and we are the most toxic to each other and that is why men, men are the way are they are. Though, women yes, are too though. Yes, but I mean, I'm women, saying... Women can be
0: women can be like more catty in terms of that. Of,
1: of course, but you don't understand from a man's point of view, there's, there's so much toxicity out there. Even with my best friend, someone who I have grown up with my whole life for 27 years. I think I've known him for 25 years since we were in diapers. And you know what? I, I still can't open up to him. I, I can't let out that vulnerable part of me because why? I'm going to be the beta male. Yeah, that's right? true. And that's the thing. And everything. And from little things in life, just the way that you... When men meet other men, it's it's not greeted with a, hey, you know what? Hey, how's it going? Like, you know what? You're a stand-up guy. But women
0: are the same way, though. If one woman succeeds... I know everybody preaches like, oh, women... Women who empower other women, like, you need to stand up for other women, so-and-so, but if one girl is doing something better than another one, the one who's not doing as well is going to do whatever they can to bring that successful person down.
1: Of course, and that's the difference right there. Women do it with a reason, because this person has something better. That you don't have, or they're jealous about that. Men do it without any reason, ever. Any reason, ever. Because, you know, they'll they'll feel threatened. It's this sense of threat. That's I think within. that's
0: common with both though.
1: With mm, men and women. I, I think
0: women are threatened by other successful women as well.
1: It's true, but men are threatened by other men in ways that aren't even part of success.
0: Yeah, it's like masculinity. <laughs> masculinity. Yeah.
1: I'll, I'll give you a prime example, right? Prime example. Before the pandemic, when I actually had a gym membership <laughs> and I went in and you know what? I'm a pretty tall guy. Compared to most, I'm a pretty tall guy. A- am I the biggest uh, muscular guy out there? No, I'm not. You know, I ran a lot of track and played baseball, but I can still hold my own. And I found that at the gym, every single man I ran into would look at me like, "Why are you taking up that machine?" You know, if you're why not, why are you here? Exactly. If yeah. you're not benching 300 pounds, what are you doing? And the funny thing was, every single one was about five foot five to <laughs> five foot seven. And here I am, being a psychology background and specialist. I'm like, you really have something to compensate for. Their height. You you have the. Are t- guys
0: that obsessed with their height? It's
1: it's it's horrible. You think? It is horrible. You know, it's they don't call it little man syndrome for a reason. I mean, I have, in that same situation, offered, to be yeah. You know what? You can work on it with me. I'm gonna be out of your hair in five minutes. Just let me do what I want to do. But all of a sudden I have this this little gentleman looking up at me, puffing his chest out. Yeah, you know, yeah, you know what? He is bigger than me, but it doesn't matter about the size, it's it's how you fight. But I just just, think it, I it think just gave me a flashback. Like I just it think like,
0: it's crazy. Like I don't understand why we can't just like support each other in terms of that. But I got another one for you. Okay. Okay. So I mentioned at the beginning, like we can talk about like mental health stuff and like relationships and stuff like that. Um, one of my good friends sent me, one of my best friends actually, she sent me a text and she was curious if like men need closure with something as much as females do. Absolutely, you absolutely. Think? Like even when a relationship ends or a friendship ends.
1: One hundred percent. I think I think humans need closure. Like, I think we need to stop this gap between men and women feeling differently because I'll tell you one thing. Love is love. If, friends are friends. Friends are friends. If you feel one thing and But you, okay,
0: let's say like your best guy friend, like you guys aren't friends anymore. Do you still need closure in that way as well? 100%. Okay.
1: 100%. I, I think you always need closure and I think that everybody needs... Everyone deserves the truth and I think that without that truth without no matter how hard it is and, and I'm one of the most honest guys that you'll come across I will say it how it is no matter if, if you're my closest friend closest family member if it hurts I'm going to tell you if it's needed that's hard though it, it is but you know what that's, that's what you know what you get from me yeah and as a man from that perspective getting that question absolutely we need it because otherwise you're you're going to question everything. You're going to question yourself. You're going to second guess. There, there, there's been sleepless nights that I've had where I'm running through scenarios because I never got closure, or I'm running through scenarios because I don't know the answers. And and sometimes those answers, even though you already know that, that you don't want to hear it, you already know that you don't want to hear this answer, and it's not what your narrative is in your mind. But... It is better than second guessing yourself. It's better than even if it's bad news? Even if it's bad news because you know what? As a man that truly cares, we don't see anything else. All we see is hope. And I think that at the end of the day, if there is nothing there, that closure needs to be said so that you don't give us false hope
0: true even like but not just women like like even male friends like general
1: like friends in general right because I'll I'll tell you one thing like anything if if a man cares about you he's gonna need closure and and that doesn't make him less of a man and this is the thing yeah right and this is what I was also talking about um with anxiety and, and depression it doesn't make you less of a man to open up and you know what I wish it took me 26 years it took me 26 years to see someone and talk about that and and acknowledge that and if it wasn't for one person i i'd still be lying to myself and and that's
0: that might be a conversation right? we have we have in the future i'm curious uh, about that one.
1: one hundred percent there's <laughs> there's there's so much to tell with that i can't even keep it in one episode right but
0: okay i got one more got tell one me more.
1: tell me yeah keep going
0: okay so when i i have a couple of really close girlfriends Um, I don't, I'm not going to say I get along with all girls uh, because I would be lying. And we're here to kind of be truthful. But um, even in terms of like friendships and stuff like that, like if you lose a friendship or you lose a relationship or you lose like a family member who's still alive but you don't talk to, do you, do men miss that person as much as females miss and invest in that person?
1: We think about them all the time. And, and I think it comes down to the fact of how much we actually care. Like I said, I guess, yeah, if, if a man actually cares and, and I know this is going to seem crazy, but you women out there think of us exactly like you,
0: um... <laughs> no, but
1: see, you, you say that with that face, but we understand every single, and that is a man that truly cares, right? But you're never going to see that man. Why?
0: Because Because of the masculinity piece. Because
1: he's weak. And because underneath it all, you know, no one wants that.
0: So you do miss everybody as much as like females miss everybody.
1: You, You think about them. Every single person in my personal experience that has come into my life has played an important role into who I am today. And regardless if it's good or bad, I'm human. They're still going to be in my head. But how I process them and how often I think about them, how often I revisit them, what it means when they do randomly come up because, come on, we have all dreamt of a, a random ex or dreamt of a random person in our life. We can't control that stuff. The brain is a wonderful thing, right? But how we react to those things, if they give us anxiety, if they throw us off for the day, that is what matters. And, and yes, you know what? We we do feel. Yeah. Right? Because if, if someone comes up that meant a lot to us or even didn't mean anything to us, we're always going to have that sense of guilt.
0: I like that a man is like admitting that and recognizing that. And I think a lot of people, a lot of people and like women especially would appreciate that.
1: They, because you know what? Women out there who are listening to this, men hide from everything. And like I said, it's, it's to seem tough. It's, it's because just like I find women,
0: I find that they do that to make it look like they don't care, exactly. so that women can put in more of an effort, so that men feel more feel better about themselves. I'll
1: tell you one thing: we all know what the female stereotypes are in the world. Do we though? Yes, uh, in terms of laws of attraction, she okay, needs to okay, be. Yeah. Thin waist, big hips, big long chest, hair, long hair, nice nails, nice nails, perfect symmetry face, um, uh, tall but not too tall because, you know, God forbid she's taller than you, then all of a sudden <laughs> that throws out all your masculinity. Um, but no one talks about men's standards.
0: True. Yeah, right? I know. Yeah, men, like, they think they, they need to be tall, they then, need to be strong, exactly. they need to be over 200 pounds, like, they exactly. need to have this much muscle mass.
1: Exactly, but they also don't talk about, yes, that's the physical aspect of it, but they also don't talk about the emotional aspect of it.
0: Girls neither, though.
1: No, but you can understand, we, we all know that women feel more.
0: But men tend to think that that's because they get their period. And then they'll be like, oh, you're in your period. You're more emotional no, no, than you should be. No,
1: Okay, let's let's not bring biology into this. this is <laughs> but straight, that's what they like, say, though. It's I, true. I know, because that's, like I said, bringing back to my point, they hide because they're scared. They hide behind this notion of masculinity. Why is it that I can't compliment another man? Why? Why can I not tell my best friend that I've known for 25 years? Why can't I tell him, hey, you know what? You're looking good today, man. You know what? You, you look freaking handsome. You look good. Why can't I say that? Why can't I accidentally... That's true. Girls can say that to each other. I tell my
0: my girl all the time. But no
1: matter what, I can't even open up to my best friend of 25 years because what does that show? He is now the alpha male. He is above me no matter what because I am emotional. True. Right? True. And the thing is too, the double standard with men...
0: And women who see emotional guys tend to see them as like, the nice guy. And Egg- like nice guys exact- always finish last.
1: Egg- you know what? You took the words right out of my mouth <laughs> because that's exactly what I was getting to. And it's like, what is this? In- so, you know, women say we as men have an impossible standard. They have to have, you know, size one waist, um, 34 double D breasts, 36 inch hips, uh, blue eyes, long hair, but you know not too long and not too short and, and do this and, and have the perfect lips and everything, right? But they don't say how they look at us men sometimes oh you you know you have to be caring but not too caring you have to (laughs) you have to chase me but you can't be obsessive and you know what (laughs) um you have to be that's
0: so true yeah
1: you have to you know be insensitive and you can text
0: me but not too much yes
1: exactly and you have to put me down but you also not have to mean it but still put me down and if i call you ugly you can't respond with a soft or if i ask you how
0: i look if you say i look fat and be honest well then that's the end of the world
1: exactly right so it's like they they have this notion towards us and then they ask us what's why we don't open up when when we have anxiety when we're feeling a depressive episode they wonder sure. why we can't come to them and open up or open up to anyone or even open up i haven't even opened up to my best friend of 25 years
0: you might have mentioned that once or twice
1: uh, and i'm gonna keep saying it <laughs> because it's that important that something that everyone should feel safe about I can't even feel safe around the the people that I thought I felt safest around, True. and and that is something that we need to end. Is this this stigma? Toxic, and... This stigma. This toxic masculinity. Yes, you know what? Us men that actually do care feel the same as you, and those men that don't, they're lost. They're sad. You know what? They they don't know who they are because they, might they be keep still
0: figuring out like they're their still... feelings and
1: exactly right. But let's not get confused. They're. You know there are some people that they use that excuse right and and we just have to take everything for face value right and
0: i like that thank you no problem let's let's take a quick break and then um, we'll see if christopher has any questions for the female side
1: No, questions for, for the female side
0: okay. of everything. I'm ready. Hit me.
1: Do women get just as nervous about what a guy thinks about them as men do? Because I'll be honest, as a guy, we're always thinking that. Oh shit! You know, did we? Um, did I say something properly? Or? Do men
0: actually think that though?
1: All the time, and that's what I mean. It's like, do women think that about about men? Do they? they, do they look like, at do, us? Like,
0: okay. Do I? Like, is your question like, do I? Think about if you said the right thing.
1: No. Do you feel like you said the right thing to a man? All like, the time. All like, the all time. Right? Yeah, if so I, like,
0: if I, I feel like sometimes if I speak my feelings too much that I can be too much for a guy or it's it'll never too much, it'll turn them off. If I'm too lovey and they're not in the mood or if I'm too flirty and like they're with their buddies and I get, honestly, I used to do that a lot and I don't really anymore because i got rejected too much doing so so yes
1: i'll tell you one thing to ease your mind because you know i actually have the answer to that question there is no guy out there in normal sane mind Uh, no normal guy i've experienced yes but you've experienced little boys i'm saying (laughs) there is no man out there who does not want the woman he looks at and is is after and attracted to doesn't want her lovey doesn't want to hear about her day doesn't want all the
0: time i get yeah
1: you know even little things like random thoughts right doesn't want her to be flirty my god that that that's my problem as men is is i'm so scared that women are not flirty enough you know and and they always expect me to be the one right to start everything they want
0: like that reassurance that you're into that exactly
1: and i give that reassurance right and and you know you're the one that that texts first all that stuff and you're thinking am i too sometimes, much
0: sometimes i get too scared to text first to be honest because like i'll think that like i'm too needy or i'm like too too much into that never. person never I you so.
1: know what i i am a firm believer it's never too much uh... if, if, if you if two people are so crazy about each other what... but
0: even friends though
1: <laughs> what's so bad about that though
0: but like what if i'm the only one who texts my best friend all the time
1: that's okay because that shows a reflection of you, right? That shows a reflection of you. And yes, you know what? Sometimes in that aspect, it's not going to be the same. And we have to accept that, right? But it's not wrong to want the same level of energy like I was saying earlier. It's sure, not... You
0: got to find like your niche of...
1: Exactly, of people right? people
0: who share the same energy as you.
1: And And once two of those people hit the same energy and you're not thinking about basic human things like communication why why are we men and women thinking about is it okay to talk to the person i only want to talk to for today why why is that a thought in our head why are we held back why does it make it seem less of a human if we act out on those actions right so that's the thing it's it's it blows I think that's my a big mind.
0: I think that's a big issue between men and women is is the the idea of communication. Yes. Like the way a female communicates is vastly different than the way a, a man communicates.
1: But they are the same. But they're not. But they're not in people that don't have that capacity to carry that Like I know
0: I have a hard time communicating my thoughts and my feelings, but like if I'm talking to somebody who I trust and who I'm close to, like I am I'm okay with that, but if it's somebody like I'm nervous around or for somebody like who's made me anxious in the past or somebody who triggers me like I I don't communicate as well and then it turns into a, like a big fuffle I guess of,
1: of course right but it's those person's issues for not making you feel comfortable enough to come to them because someone who is understanding someone who shares that same capacity for you to release those emotional feelings and everything that's that's where you know that, that's where everything lies right that's, i guess
0: that's just like it's hard to wrap my brain around sometimes i know
1: and and you know what sometimes us, us men and women are different in that sense but i'm i'm telling you <laughs> that we share the same like we're just as nervous as you guys No, no. yeah you know we need to
0: get another man on for that no perspective.
1: no you know what <laughs> because anyone who says they're not nervous they're full of it right they're full of it they're, they're scared they're they're hiding that they, they aren't true with themselves because you know what i was one of those men i was never scared of anything i wasn't scared of rejection nothing but when i looked into myself and i opened up and i became human and, and i looked you? into my <laughs> i looked into my heart and i looked into to who i am you know what I'm, I'm just as afraid and it's okay to be scared and that's the thing that's what that's what makes us human that's what makes us human right and that, that's all i have to say about that so we 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 we're, we're, we're the same but different but we're still the same all right so I'm take it as you may but believe it or not little sure. did you know
0: all right? yeah all right yeah.
1: <laughs> and for you Shelby my next question
0: i'm ready Hit me with the, your best shot. <laughs>
1: I like that. I like Fire
0: that.
1: Do you think? Okay. Do you think men and women feel pain the same way?
0: Physical pain or emotional pain?
1: Emotional pain. I know physical pain. I know you women are so <laughs> much stronger. I will not even, you know, say anything about that. But
0: you won't even fight me on that.
1: No. Emotional pain. Do you think Emo- we feel like, like the same?
0: Like heartbreak.
1: Heartbreak. Anything. Ex- anxiety. Depression.
0: Heartbreak. Do- I would say yes. Um, I know men who's had, who've had a really hard time like digesting and coming to the conclusion that like their relationship is over with a woman. So heartbreak, I'd say 100% you guys feel the same as we do. Um, anxiety, that question kind of goes with what I asked you earlier this episode. Um, if I'm being honest, I don't think you guys do. I would say like... How so? I don't know. I just feel like you guys would like blow it off or like go out with your buddies and then like your buddies find you a new girl to hook up with or like you know that kate my perfect example you know that Dirk bentley song it's called different for girls yes yes. and like they course. talk about like how girls deal with a breakup and versus how boys deal with a breakup i feel like men are that song like Dirk bentley sings about like how boys will go out with their buddies and like drink it off and have a new girl in the morning whereas like girls don't even want to leave their house they don't want to like change out of their messy shirt and, like, their their hair up in a bun. Like, whereas guys, like, they'll just go find the next thing to make them feel better about themselves. And I think that that song perfectly explains how men deal with, like, that.
1: So you're saying that women are more emotionally invested in every single situation and that... No,
0: no, 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 no. Because, like, if it's a breakup, I feel like men feel the same pain in terms of that. But, like... We just act differently.
1: and In and, and what sense? Like, 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 how, like what, what is the female perspective of, of how... Are you talking
0: about a breakup specifically?
1: Like breakup in, in general, yes.
0: Breakup in general, um, we definitely act differently, but I think we feel the same thing. But we just project it in a different way.
1: So you think that, that us men feel the exact same heart-wrenching pain as, as you women do yes
0: I just think we act on it different
1: in, in what sense in so
0: like like I said um like a guy's gonna go out and find the next best thing or like something to for, have them forget about that girl and whereas, this, a, whereas a girl's gonna like gonna sit at home with like their girlfriend and drink wine and watch ice cream and watch like cheesy N- Nicholas Sparks movies and like cry their eyes out but
1: would you say then from that point of view that women handle it better then men, I, are, are they more receptive and more probable to actually truly become healed in the end of it? Because a man can say he's healed. I get that. Yeah. Right? So do you feel that the way women cope with such pain is more efficient, more better than... Than, what, than a male? What, yeah, than what we do? Like
0: I don't think so because I think men get over it faster than women, to be honest. So like, I know like, not me personally, but like I have some good girlfriends who like, went out with a guy and they, their next girl, or their next relationship was like the big one. Like they had kids with that relationship. They got married with that relationship. Like they beca- they created a family with that next relationship. So they moved on in a better way than like my girlfriend did, or my, like another girl did. So I just, I think men can move on and process that faster than women can. I think women, like, not get stuck in that, like, breakup or that feeling of not having that person anymore. But I think that men move on from it faster.
1: I'll leave you with one thing, Shelby. It took me seven years to get over one woman. So, if But that, you might be
0: the exception. If
1: that is too soon, then call me the exception. But it's not all men.
0: I'm I i do not know. I don't I don't know about that one.
1: Okay, Shelby, one one final thing. Okay, I'm ready. What's the number one thing? Number one thing that women think about a man that just absolutely melts their heart like what what is one thing that gives you women faith in men again because I know we're horrible but what is one thing that you've seen personally and everything else or fiction or not or the idea of it what's one thing that keeps you hopeful for us the hopeful that the next one is different
0: I think I've seen some men share their emotions. I'm like, okay, so I know I talked about like nice guys finish last, and, like all that stuff. And there's our, I, in my past, I've went out with like quote unquote nice guys, and it was really awkward. Like, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, and say it, <laughs> it wasn't. It is. It is. Yeah. Like they were super sweet and they were super nice, but like they're it too just, nice,
1: too nice, right? Like, not
0: even too nice. Like they just, just be a
1: man for a second. No, like,
0: but like there was just nothing there.
1: Yes. Like
0: there was no connection or there was no like spark nothing like yeah, nothing like just and like the way he would express his express his feelings like it wasn't like oh my god my heart is melting it was like oh my god like get away from me like yes. because, so like yeah exactly it's, right? it's different in that sense because i feel like that stereotype is still true but the thing that makes me believe that like good guys are still out there is the guys that do share those feelings and their emotions with you but like you're both on the same page so like you're both you both like have the same values you both like get excited over stupid things you both like like the same chocolate bar I don't know like (laughs) like just stupid little things and then like you feel comfortable sharing your thoughts and like there's still kind of like that connection or that spark or that like just something that's there
1: make it weird
0: yeah it's not weird like it's just it feels comfortable like it feels like you're like at home and you don't feel judged if you have to share something bad about your day or like if there's something like bad that happened or like you were you've tripped and fell in front of your students like and you feel like you can tell that person without them making fun of you or mimicking you back i feel like that's a guy who can still be there and that spark and that emotion and they can share that emotion and they don't make you feel bad i think that's what still makes me believe that good guys so are out there so
1: basically that someone you can feel home at home with. Yeah. Yeah. You just just not have to worry about, you know, second guessing yourself in, in action.
0: Is I'm that, really bad what? at that though because like past experiences, you know.
1: <laughs> hey, but you know what? If, if you if you come across a man like that, and when I say man, I say an actual man. Because that—that's what men do, right? And there's not a lot of them out there, though. I I know there's not, and trust me, I I advocate all the time because like do you many,
0: You do you know how many like times you have to swipe left to find that one you've swiped right to? Like,
1: it's but it's the same with men. <laughs> Two, three hundred people. I don't know. Right? It's just it, it depends how picky you are, right? And and I happen to be someone with.
0: I know men who literally swiped right just to see how many girls like them back.
1: Exactly, because that is someone who is insecure. That is someone who is not in tune with himself. Right? You know, you know. For me, I I I call myself a a sapio. Like I need intelligence. I don't even even know what that means. It's someone who is attracted to intelligence. Someone, if you can stimulate my mind, women out (laughs) there. Challenge you. If you can challenge me. If you can get into my mind. If you can talk about life while we're sitting outside looking at the milky way you know if you can question the existence of anything i'm 100 percent more likely to to be looking your way and and to actually be engaged in you and and i know like i said i I share some of the same similarities with with you women and like
0: i'm really curious as to if all men think that way or if it's just absolutely not (laughs) <laughs> Absolutely not. And I'm glad I, you I, admit I, that. And I, I'm
1: telling you straight up because I I know out of everything that, and just like all women don't think like you.
0: It's that's true. Me, that's, right? it's, that's It's true. true. It's. I guess so like I'm only like, I don't want to say standing up, but like advocating for like the women I am friends with and like the women I do like have a, relationship with as either like a friendship or like a part of my family or who i consider my family so i guess i'm just kind of like advocating for them because those are the women that like we act the same we think the same and i know that's not the same as other women out there
1: exactly and and same thing goes for for us men right um is is there anything else that you question wise not even for me just like for men what, what, (laughs) what do you want to question the women Do I want to question the women? Yes, yes. What do you want to question the women? Like the listeners out there. Like what do you want them to take this podcast (laughs) and take this first episode? And what do you want them to go out and reflect on? And I want you to talk about that.
0: I want them to think about who they invest themselves with and who they put their energy towards. Because I know women tend to put their energy towards people who don't care as much about them back or who don't. Feel the same as they do. And I want them really to reflect on the energy that you're putting out there. Don't change that, but make sure you're putting that towards the right person. And like reflect if that right person is right for your life and right for the situation that you're in currently. And if they're not, like how are you going to find somebody else? Or are you okay finding somebody else and letting that one person go who, like I said, might not fit your story at this moment? So just and, kind of like and reflect.
1: Do you feel- as a woman, when you women feel that, do you feel that that's...
0: It's scary. It,
1: but do you feel that that's settling? Is that is that what you want? Because uh, as a man, everything that we've wanted in a woman is, is someone to want us. So I, I know that's same thing with you women. Uh-huh. It's, we want to be wanted. We want someone it's to... It's like that
0: Hunter Hayes song. Ex-
1: exactly, <laughs> right? Like little things. We don't... No one wants... To force love, and I, I guess my question for you is: knowing that and knowing those characteristics of those negative people, do you really, as as women, as speaking on behalf of women, do you, do you really seek otherwise, or, or is it, is it hard to to hit that that point? In, it's in hard life? to
0: find, and I feel like it's hard to hit that point because you need to like reflect on yourself and you need to recognize that like. The effort that you put out that's a positive thing and if people don't aren't receptive to that like i said before like that's not on you that's on them and so reflecting on who's good in your life and who you should keep in your life for your own positive mental health and your own well-being that's important and you should not put yourself down for putting yourself first
1: that's that's amazing and that's that's exactly what uh i wanted to hear from from your point of view, right? Because we we all deserve to put ourselves first, right? So we we all deserve being first, and and I just want to see if if you guys think the same way, like
0: yeah. Well, that one's kind of my point too for bringing you on today. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's but that, that's what I mean. It's amazing. Like you see. It's so interesting many...
0: for sure, but I want to thank you for coming and uh, sharing your expertise.
1: I would like to honorably thank you for having me on here. <laughs> <laughs> you. You are one of the very few women in my life that I respect as much as I do. And you know what? To anyone that's listening, um, this is one of the most amazing women that a man could possibly come across.
0: You're too Uh, sweet. It's
1: one of the most amazing women that anyone can come across. This is the most hardworking, most dedicated, honorable, true woman I've ever met. And honestly, Shelby, I thank you so much for for having me today. Well,
0: thank you, my dear. It's been a pleasure. (laughs) But um, I think that's a pretty good first episode, if you guys ask me. Little did you know. <laughs> um, it's just, wow, I can't believe we've talked for an hour and you guys have stayed for an hour. It's If we could have, like, our own little talk show thing. It, but, like I said, Christopher, thank you for coming, and I appreciate your time, and I appreciate you making the effort to kind of share your experiences and your past with us. Um, it's just, it's been it's enlightening. My <laughs> it's my pleasure. Anytime. So, yeah, if you guys have any questions or anything or any questions you have for me or for me that you would like to ask other people you can always send me a dm to um this podcast instagram page at little do you know podcast on instagram and um i can answer your guys's questions in the future podcast but like I said, I hope you guys enjoyed this first episode and, and hey, you know what? Send us
1: some future uh, suggestions to talk about. We'll gladly talk about it. Anyway. Yeah, maybe I'll have
0: to bring you on again if Yeah,
1: it's, you know. If what? this one blows up. Uh, I I would hope so, right?
0: I hope so too. But um thanks and little did you know, all of this about men.
1: <laughs> little did you know, we are actually human women. <laughs> we are actually human.
0: <laughs> and that's it for me guys.